Solitary Confinement is sponsored by Rakuten. Rakuten. Just kidding, it's not. Please sponsor us, Rakuten. On second thought, that wouldn't be very lucrative. Uh, so don't. Rakuten. Hello, and welcome to Solitary Confinement. I'm Anthony Wessel. And I'm Ethan Smith. For the past few weeks, Ethan and I have been listening to the podcast Serial, which covers the Adnan Syed case with our 10th grade English class. Anthony has been doing more listening than I. The first season of Serial documents Sarah Koenig's quest, I guess you could call it? Her quest to try to figure out the innocence of Adnan Syed, who allegedly murdered his ex-girlfriend Heyman Lee on January 13th, 1999. The case in general is just a mess, as we find out along the course of the podcast. In the end, all Sarah can do is give us all the information she has and allow us to form our own opinions on Adnan's innocence or lack thereof. Today, Ethan and I are here not to voice those opinions, but instead to consolidate some information. Specifically the information that the state got incorrect. Or even lied about. In the conviction of Adnan Syed. This is a global tel-link prepaid call from Adnan Syed at a Maryland correctional facility. This call will be recorded and monitored, if you wish. So before we get into the main points that we want to cover about the state's mistakes, we're going to have to introduce a few important people to the case. One of which is Jay. Jay was Adnan's smoking buddy. They weren't really close friends. But on the day of the murder, uh, Jay was supposedly there and helped Adnan bury the body. And he is the state's main witness account of what happened. Yeah, he led uh, the police to Hayes' car after the murder happened. And which they couldn't find. They searched and searched, and they couldn't find it, and then Jay led them there. Yeah. Then there's Hay, who was Adnan's ex-girlfriend, and who was murdered on the day by strangulation, and was buried in a nearby forest, Lincoln Park, and found by a man named Mr. S. Who was also a streaker. And one of the suspects for the case, but then they didn't really follow that through because there wasn't very much evidence supporting him being the murderer. Yeah. He worked for the school system, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Nisha, who uh, Adnan was talking to, uh, where was she, Philly? Um, I, I don't know. Okay. Um, but he was talking to her after he broke up with Hay, or they broke up. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really know who broke up with who. I think it was Hay, though. Hay who broke up with it, not. Yep. Yeah. So, firstly, we have to uh, go over the evidence that Sarah Koenig collected and presented on the Serial podcast. For instance, the call records that the prosecution uses as evidence against it, not didn't line up with Jay's story except for around two places, two calls. Yeah, so Jay had Adnan's phone and car the day of the murder. And he was waiting for a call from Adnan, basically saying, 
that he killed Hay, come pick me up. And at 2.36, he supposedly got that call from a payphone at Best Buy, which might have existed, might not have existed. Probably not. Maybe. Um, yeah. So, uh, Jay said that they rode around for, like, a couple hours smoking uh, weed and just riding around with a body in their car um, after Adnan showed it to him. Um, in the parking lot of a Best Buy. Yeah. Uh, and they ended up at Patapsco State Park. Uh, and they just chilled there for, like, half an hour. And it was way out of their way, like, like in half an hour away from the school, which is yeah. around where they were. So, um, Adnan said, or Jay, in his account, said they dropped Adnan back off at track practice, uh, so he had an alibi for where he was. And then after track practice, uh, Jay picked Adnan up, and finally they went and buried the body, the body in Lincoln Park. Yeah, and the only two calls that line up are from Lincoln Park. Which is kind of incriminating, but the main point is that really those were the only two calls that lined up when the prosecution presented it as, look at all these call records, they match exactly up with our our witness's story. And that wasn't true. So another thing that Sarah put in the podcast is that she interviewed a girl named Summer, who went to school with Hay and Adnan, and she uh, was a scorer on the wrestling team with Hay, and she specifically remembers on January 13th having a conversation with Hay that probably occurred through 2.36. Yeah, it was a quite a long conversation about how Hay would not ride the bus with Summer up to the competition, and Summer was not very experienced at scoring, so she was a little angry at this. Yeah, uh, and then Hay didn't show up, and Summer got even angrier because she was Hay was supposed to just drive her car up there. Yep. Uh, but obviously she was murdered before the wrestling game. Yeah. However, the state says that the murder occurred. By 2.36. Because that's when the uh, short call uh, From supposedly happened at Best Buy, the come and get me call. Yep. So if Summer's account is correct, then the Best Buy call couldn't have been the come and get me call. So the state's timeline isn't good. Yeah, it's all messed up. Which we've thoroughly covered that the state's timeline is pretty <laughs> whack. It's know? pretty bad. <laughs> Along with the inconsistencies of the call logs, Jay's account of the route changes to fit them. After the uh, initial trial. Yeah. His story was inconsistent in the first place on multiple accounts. He went back and forth on whether or not he helped to bury the body, but eventually decided that, yeah, he had. Yeah, and he also went back and forth on where uh, he was shown the body, uh, whether it be Best Buy, a pool hall, or a mall somewhere. Actually, he never said that it was in a pool hall. Two uh, of his friends that Sarah 
interviewed both said that it was at a pool hall yeah. and not a Best Buy parking lot or a mall. Mm-hmm. And then after the first trial, his story goes undergoes some large changes, which leads some people to believe that he was coached by the police uh, to say what they wanted to. Yeah. Um, again, two people said that Jay talked to them and uh, the Best Buy was never mentioned. Um, and it was also said that the persecutor got him a lawyer. Yeah, the person who was prosecuting him got him someone to defend him against the prosecution, which is like, which yeah. is really taboo. Here, have this guy that I like and know will persuade me. i feel like it's a formality at that point like you know like if you're getting him a lawyer you know that you're on purpose not gonna succeed yeah uh yeah like when he in the second trial patapsco state park was just completely gone and it was really straight to the point we did this and then we did this and then we did this and a lot less messing around. Yeah, there was no dead time, really. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Forget the except, unintentional except, pun. Except for, except for Hay. <laughs> Hay had a lot of dead time. Oh, that was that's, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Some of the new pieces of evidence we've found are... Uh, the DNA evidence from the burial site was never tested originally by the state. But now, recently, they have tested it in 2018. They DNA tested the stuff they found. They found a rope and a bottle of bourbon and obviously his body, but that's kind of yeah. self-explanatory. <laughs> uh, so initially, the state just didn't DNA test it to see if there was a connection to Adnan or not, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't they have tested it? Yeah, but they recently have, and there was no connection found. Uh, there was some of Hayes' DNA, obviously, on some of the d- material around her burial site, but there was nothing connecting Jay or Adnan to the case. There was just a lot of unknown people, yeah. unknown DNA. So there was no connection to any anyone, apparently, which would have been pretty useful information to have during the trials. For the defense. Yep. Another thing we found is that the lividity of Hay's body doesn't match the time of death that the state presents as the time when she died. Yep. Lividity is the discoloration of tissue post-mortem from the pulling of blood. And hers uh, doesn't, the way hers looks doesn't match when she supposedly died. Like locked in a trunk or something? Yeah, locked in a trunk for several hours. Yeah. When she died at 2.36, it doesn't seem that way Uh by the lividity. So another piece of evidence we found revolves around Don, which is Hay's new boyfriend after Adnan. Uh, and he works at Lens Crafters in 1999. Uh, and the piece of evidence we found is that 
uh, a couple of people who worked at Lens Crafters were at that time were introduced. I mean, were interviewed, uh, and one of them says that on that day he was covering for Don because Don wasn't there, but yeah. there's time cards showing that Don was there for his shift that day. Yeah, and his mom was the manager. So that's a little suspicious. That's, yeah, that's suspicious. Like, oh no, my son committed murder. I better help <laughs> cover it up because I love my son. <laughs> yeah. So uh, lastly, uh, another piece of evidence is uh, they brought a turf physiologist from the University of Delaware, and he found uh, green grass on the tires of Hayes' car, which... Uh, had been sitting there for 46 days through freezing and thawing and snowstorms. Yeah, they were out of school because of snowstorms, so there's no way this grass should have been on the tires. Yeah, and it was still green, which the turf physiologist determined it, that definitely shouldn't have been green. <laughs> I think anyone could have determined after yeah. 46 days. 46 days of freezing and thawing and snow in January. Yeah. And there were still tire tracks leading up to the place where the car was parked. So the car couldn't have been parked there the whole time that Hay had been missing, or they had been trying to find the car. Which is weird. Yeah. So that's a quick summary of the parts of the Adnan case that the state got wrong. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.